Hello, and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. My name is Andrew Durham, and I am joined today by Adam. Sloan isn't broken. You just need to learn to fly better. Brewer. Brewer. <laughs> Whatever. It's close enough. Hello. <laughs> as well as Cliff. Ray will rock you, Lindsay. How's it going? Going well. And this week, we are joined by a very special guest, the king of Canadian X-Wing podcasting, Mr. Lore Master Quiz himself, Bruno, you don't know shit, Levier. <laughs> I'm standing, by the way. That, that was, that yeah, was beautiful. Me. Hi. Hey, guys. That was beautiful, Bruno. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight for Episode 9, 2019 Toronto Grand Championship is set. As the name implies, tonight we are going to be discussing more about the 2019 Toronto Grand Champs, which is coming up next week. Uh, so, let's start things off with, uh, let's see how everybody's been doing in X-Wing this week. Uh, let's start with uh, Bruno. You're on here. Uh, Bruno, um, what have you been flying this week? How are things going for you? Good evening, Andrew, host of the number two podcast in Canada. Oh, I miss the robot voice. How how wonderful. Don't push your luck, boy. You're not that interesting. <laughs> oh, hello, female robot voice. It's so nice to see you or hear you again. <laughs> okay, enough. I am out of here. Hasta la vista, losers. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. So what have you been flying this week there, Bruno? Yes. Well, this week I was in Moncton and I tried a Republic list. It was Obi-Wan with Mace Windu and two Gold Squadron troopers. Both troopers had cluster missiles and I had regen on the Jedis. Uh, one of my game is on the YouTube channel for Millennium Condor and uh, it was my first time with Republic. I liked it. I like having options with Jedi. You know, you, you can do the... Uh, the force move or the force action after you did your move and stuff like that. So I enjoyed it a lot. I won my two games, so I enjoyed it even more. What's it called, Bruno? <laughs> what's what's the force move called? Hmm. Uh, uh, let me think. It's, I it's called force move. Force move. Oh, I'm sorry. That's incorrect. I think we're just going to have to go on to our next contestant. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll give you point one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What about you, Cliff? Uh, I tried. I actually put the resistance away for a week and uh, tried some, you know, degenerate scum stuff. Uh, I was, thought I was tired of getting killed by Ketsu from Jared all the time, so I gave uh, Ketsu and Talonbane and pa- Palob. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I gave uh, Palob a try, and he was, uh, was kind of fun. Now you're so used to flying Poe, Ray, or like some Ace uh, builds recently. Like, how was it flying things like Talonbane and uh, yeah, the other guys? It's um, it was just a nice change. You know, I was getting just thought I'd need to shake it up a little bit, but um, it's uh, it's nice, almost how, how do I say it? Uh, not having as much risk on every single move that you put. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You makes know, so sense. it's it's it was actually quite relaxing. You know. Uh, just being able to put in a, blank, a bank and just keep that turret facing the right way or whatever, but uh, yeah, it was nice. Fantastic. What about you, Adam? I uh, I took out the resistance and uh, <laughs> I tried three reds with heroic and then two of the two of the tide pods, a Finn and BB or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we we played that game with the 
Vader and uh, Chernu. Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting one. My poor Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I showed him the dark side. You <laughs> you really you did, <laughs> and and for once I was actually able to proc the dark side. Turns out Panic Pilot is wonderful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy a crit from range three through a rock from a Tie Fighter. That's special. That was very special. <laughs> go go null go null my ace of aces. <laughs> how, how long That's have fair. you been playing for, Bruno? That's another tough question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need I need more time now. It uh, Christmas twenty sixteen. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh. No, well, it's more like Christmas 2015, right? I, so because I played all 2016 during the year, so I, I, I that's a that, that's a lame answer. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, I'm like, wow, that's oddly specific. Like Christmas of 2016. Yeah, because I have a story about that. That my brother-in-law, you know, showed me the game. He bought like a core set and two or three ships showed me the game and we were playing on the coffee table like a feet and a half wide yeah and uh he didn't read the rules half half of it so we were playing like he thought the game was but that was not it at all and we had really fun a lot of fun and then we played at new year's eve again (laughs) and then i got crazy and bought everything i could (laughs) and i started my community started my league and started organizing tournaments and stuff so, because of him, now I'm poor. I think it's funny how, uh, you know, almost everyone's first game is just on some random coffee table. You know, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of funny. How did you find, when you were first starting out, Bruno, like, how, how did things grow in your area? Because uh, I know when we were first starting out, I was kind of surprised that anybody else even played the game. And then realizing that there was more and more people coming on through uh, mm-hmm. was, like, fantastic. How was things for you? Yeah, I I, lear- I looked around on Facebook for stores near where I work, so I could you know go and play there after work. And there was a store, a nice store that was selling a lot of ships, and he they were they were having the best price on the South Shore of Montreal, but they didn't have any community because at some point I don't know why they decided that the shops the shop closed at nine, so they would throw people out at nine. One right, they would shut off the lights and <laughs> people get oh, lost. Geez. So they they had kind of cold between people there. Uh, but when I came in, I tried to contact people uh, and saying, "Hey, you want to come and try? I'm looking for people to play." At first, we were like three people, and and it, it grown, grown, grown because I'm I'm kind of crazy, right? I go really intense and I post a lot and I you know put pictures in and invited people and I was really proactive in trying to get people in and just not waiting for people to come in the store I would you know invite people and try to meet people be friends with everybody be very welcoming and it worked um, so now but now my the store I'm in they don't sell X-wing anymore they decided that Asmodee was too much of a pain and it just stopped selling X-Wing, so my league <laughs> is out, so I'm looking for a new store. Oh, man, yeah, Asmodee, come on, please give with the times and their yeah. their uh, spreadsheets and the ordering and everything. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
So there was always mistakes and stuff would come late. We were ordering stuff and it would never come in uh, or it was not the right amount of stuff. So no, not everybody would get their pre-order stuff. And so, and or he would get the command or the order uh, twice. So we'd stuck to pay that and then try to get uh, refound and stuff. So he decided that uh, that was enough. Mm-hmm. And he, w- he needed the space and time for Magic players. Oh, yeah. That's that's really it. It's like Magic is the bread and butter, right? And X-Wing really mm-hmm. does not... Pr- it's like... X- it's, sorry, Magic is almost like alcohol to a bar, right? And then uh, X-Wing is mm-hmm. like that side stuff. So Yeah, um, we're the Canadian whiskey. But yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, because you know what? When you play Magic, you go in the store, you buy two or three or four or five or ten... Uh, booster pack just for fun just to look at it and just you know new stuff maybe you get lucky and all but when in X-Wing when you buy your ship once you have them you won't buy a TIE striker just for fun of it right yeah you know what's in there you already have five of them so you don't need a sixth one so you won't buy any so you go to the league night or game night you buy a ONRI and a can of Diet Pepsi and that's it right so they don't make money and we use a lot of space uh, within the space we take for X-Wing, they can put like three times that many uh, Magic players. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a, a tricky one. We've actually kind of lucked out in the idea that we've kind of housed ourselves at um, board game cafes. So the tables are really meant for a, a small group of people to play. So it's perfect for that. They're not really looking to niche the th- stuff out with like Magic. I mean... Uh, critical hit it does like their magic but not so much at brew wizards and so we really have uh, some op- some opportunities for like casual nights there so but it's cool to like hear the mirrored version of like how our community started and i think a lot how a lot of other communities start as well as some of the pains of things like asmodee which i think you're by mm-hmm. far not the only person or people that have ever uh sit on that same situation where they're getting frustrated with how that's going yeah. hey, andrew you're missing the most important part both of these places oh. have liquor licenses they sell beer yes. we drink beer <laughs> at our tournaments wow I mean, but really. I thought that uh, if you sell magic, you can't have alcohol. And you, you know, there's like um, rules like, uh, on that that if you sell magic and have like Friday night magic and stuff, you cannot sell alcohol because it's oriented towards uh, 13 years old. Oh, I do not know. I don't know anything about that. I mean, I did play magic and dabble with it in the past, but uh, one of our places, I don't know if they they do sell magic and they do sell liquor. So they I'm probably not too just sure. don't do we're not it outing night, them, right? You know. Yeah, well, uh, maybe, yeah, okay. yeah. The, the magic times might be in a certain time zone, uh, time slot where they're not doing certain other things. I, I, I'm not. Too I don't sure. know. I look at the magic players and they're like, I mean, they're they're mid twenties and up, aren't they? Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I've seen a thirteen year old play magic out of the. <laughs> I exactly. There's only that one kid that I see now and then, and the rest of the group is up there. But yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we. There's only we one, really and you leave the store crying because the. <laughs> All of the magic player, they, they just uh, yeah, because they're horrible. Hit on him and make fun of him. Yeah, that's that's funny because we have a kid who plays X Wing with us, and he leaves all the adults crying. So. <laughs> Kid's good. Not a kid is good. Oh, nine year old killer. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys caught it this week. We did get a fantastic article about the Nantex. Uh, some bugs are incoming. Uh, did you guys get a chance to check out that article? Snapshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snapshot. <laughs> Adam 
Adam dreams of snapshot lists in his sleep. And yep, he can't yep, wait I already to got, make it happen. It's on two ships already. Uh, Ketsu and Graz. All right, well, let's start right there. Okay, so you're excited about Snapshot. Adam, take it away. What are, you, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, tractor beam in the uh, maneuvering phase. Yeah, that'll be pretty crazy. What is is that your biggest concept of it? So is that what what do you what are you throwing snapshot on? Uh, those two to start with. I mean, A wings, definitely A wings. I'll take Republic A, uh, Rebel A wings and just put snapshot on at one, and then just like get in the way. It's perfect. Are, uh, how are you feeling about it, Bruno? Do you how do you feel about snapshot coming back into the game? I'm glad, but I never really used it. But uh, I, <laughs> I was making a build the other day, and my squad builder told me it was there, right? So I could, I thought I could t- take it. <laughs> so I did, I did my list, and then I was going through my cards and, and couldn't find it. And I was like, <laughs> "Where is it? I lost it already. How come? When which ship is that coming in?" And <laughs> I was in Moncton, so I, I wrote my friend there and say, "Could you please lend me a card, uh, a snapshot? Uh, yeah, that card, please." And <laughs> then he said, "You didn't really." Uh, you know, give attention to it. So when I was there, I asked him, "Did you bring the card?" And he was like, "Are you sure this is this is not out yet?" <laughs> so, but yeah, I wanted to put that on Ketsu on your yeah. form because I fly a lot of Shadowcasters also. So good, so good. Yeah, that if tractoring somebody in that phase of the game will be absolutely insane. I'm kind of scared. I don't want Kylo to be tractored. Please don't tractor Kylo. You think it's going to be something around five points, four? I think so. I think like five point range. I mean, if we transfer directly from 1.0 to 2.0, we're looking at four points. But I, I think we might see a little bit just because I think it's more oppressive in this uh, version of the game, contrary to 1.0. What do you guys think? I mean, honestly, yeah, I think that sounds about right. Honestly, it could be six. I mean, yeah. just throwing it out there. Why is it that strong? Two, if you get an extra, if you get the extra two attack dice, isn't that like bringing a Tie Fighter or bringing a A Wing yeah. or? I mean, it's another. It's a whole extra shot. On a, Isn't it a bit limited though? Because it's only at exactly, range two, right? So it's got to be spammed. So, but do you? I mean, I don't know what. So I played. I played it in the first in 1.0, and what made it good was op spec. So you could take the shot and you'd miss. You'd still get a focus token. So, without without a benefit from missing, maybe it's not that good. I don't know. But I'll still shoot it. I'll still roll as many red dice as you and I can. I was thinking about transforming my five TIE SFs and throwing wow. Snapshot on them all, and then also if I can fit Advanced Optics in and screwing off uh, Fanatical and see what I can see how much I can jam in there for uh, to get as many shots with those things as possible. Because it's counted as an ordnance shot, right? No, it isn't. It isn't anymore. It was. I th- well, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw a little torpedo sign in the card. That just it. means that it... Uh, that doesn't get range, yeah. uh, or so you I, cannot get range bonuses at range two. So I was thinking uh, that guys, it's at range two. There's no bonus. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah, but it's just the type of shot, right? Everything's either got the little red missile or the something else under. What about the uh, rest of the ships? Because uh, we got a few pilots actually spoiled, and a few different uh, elis- uh, EPTs actually. Uh, uh, well, elite pilot talents, yeah, uh, spoiled. So we already had the. Let's see here. We already had the ensnare uh, spoiled before. 
but it's uh, at the end of the activation phase if you are tractored you may choose one ship in your turret arc at range 0 to 1 and transfer one tractor token to it um, which the Nantex does have the turret and rotates based on that and then we have gravitic deflection uh, while you defend you may re-roll one defense die for each tractored ship in the attack arc so I haven't really spent too much time like theory crafting around this but I think ensnares uh, seems very strong. Uh, you think it's a bit too much? Like it's going to be, you know, trigger, 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 trigger. I'm lost. I don't know what to do anymore. Or there's too much stuff to think, and it will make your opponent decision Ill irrelevant a bit. Are you afraid of that? I think personally that you know it does add a new complexity to the game. It's harder. It becomes harder and harder to teach newer players the game um, because you get a lot of these layered abilities this happens and this happens and that happens mm -hmm. where you know when I go to teach somebody how to play the game I'll usually throw them some TIE Fighters and throw them actually I, I, I'm now throwing them uh, T-65s but I don't even worry about the wings I toss no. the wings away just so that you can strictly see actions on action bar and don't worry about opening and closing wings you just are always three attack die because even that layer gets a little confusing I think to teach so yeah. it's tough but also you want to speak I think to the more you, you want to go hand in hand so you want to have that the beginner experience to be okay you want to have the casual experience to be enjoyable and fun which that kind of it might be oppressive to that but then on the higher end you do the competitive play I think the competitive play will be just fine um, it will be definitely a lot of stuff to like think about ahead of time but I think there's already a lot of different things to think about as well Yeah, I think if you take it in a void, it's pretty strong and it's scary a bit because, you know, at, at initiative six, uh, it comes after, it moves you around, move itself around, and blah blah blah, and so on. But what you know makes me less a bit less scared it's the the fact that it's only four hit points, four hull, so it can die like yeah, that. Yeah, it can pop. Yeah, that's that, I think yeah. that's the whole idea. Make it expensive and easy to kill. So yeah, you mm -hmm. can tractor beam people and do this great stuff. You, you make one wrong move and maybe you die. Like I even higher stake suit here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Sunfact definitely looks like such a powerful card, but then, you know, has a high ceiling, but then a really, really low floor. Like he, he can, he has the potential to be really hurt really quickly and easily. Let, let's say, for example, you mess up the tractor. Okay, so now you're only a two agility ship with a four hull. On top of that, you don't have a lot of action economy. So, I mean, you do have the maneuvering and you do have the ability to throw a lot of red dice. And, mm -hmm. and but right now, the meta is looking at like four ship builds, right? So, and I don't think uh, the, the Nantex coming in is going to create a dynamic suddenly that we're only going to see. Uh, two and three ship builds. Sunfact like will reign supreme mostly if you have the bid, and it's a two to three ship build. But if you look at four ships, like if you say like uh, a bunch of resistance coming at you, um, a sinker swarm, I think Sunfact is going to have a real hard time surviving in that kind of uh, engagement. Um, has anyone noticed? You know, you don't have to complete your maneuver to rotate your arc and get the tractor beam. I did notice that. That's actually so you just the craziest part of that. Think about it. you fly at three ships in a formation. You have your arc sideways. If 
you bump the right one and dodge the arc of the other, you could tractor beam the other one away and no one gets shot. No one gets to shoot you out of three ships and you get a, a shot on the the one guy that you've arc, arc dodged. That, that seems good. <laughs> just just maybe. Well, you just like <laughs> scatter a formation, right? Like, oh, I just I just rammed this group here and then everybody went mm-hmm. everywhere. But it's still a double-edged sword since yeah. Oh, God, yeah. you're lowering your agility in the process. And well, stuff, yeah, I so. mean, well, if you get rid of the tractor beam, though, you go right back to your agility, right? Like, you... Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those... I could see that thing being like a needle, and you just... You could just poke a formation in the right spot and just, like, pop it like a balloon. Oh, yeah, I could see how you're, you're saying, like, if you move the right ship... Just it, pop, pop, pop. You make everything fall yeah. down on top. Yeah, of Yeah, toss the right guy where they have to turn, and then he's in the way. Or and just the fact that you can just bump them. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't need an action. You know, like yeah. And have you seen the dial on that? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think no, it'll be hard. Have <laughs> yeah, no, everything. You're right. Oh, let's give them all the greens. Oh, do they have any stressful? Like they have no reason for them. They could have been all white. Well, they're missing the one forward. <laughs> it's a dud. It's a dud. Yeah. No one forward. It's throw a dud. it out. It's garbage. Uh, Kylo specifically would like his soft three blue back, please, uh, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. No, the A wings need it. So we, I think we're kind of all in the same boat here. Where Sunfact definitely makes his way into the meta some way, shape, or form. Yeah. People will try it at first. When it comes out, it's going to be everywhere. Oh God! Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, what about these other ships? Like, let's look at Initiative 4, right? Share tech, right? While you perform a primary attack, if the defender is tractored, you may re-roll up to two attack dice. I mean, great for dealing with, like, a swarm or something? Like, a lower initiative? I don't know. How do you get the tractor beam onto him without ensnare? And the primary attack is in the bullseye, right? Yeah. Is it? Mm. Yeah. So you need to go uh, to be a good pilot. Yeah, yeah, really good. <laughs> like I like read their mind before they, they, they before you see their dial. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I'm sitting here. I'm like looking so far. Like this pilot, I would probably. I think you know it's almost like a silencer thing where it's like you see Kylo Ren, you maybe see Blackout, you don't see you know, you don't see the rest of them at least until you get down to the generics. Right. Is it snare at the beginning of the engagement phase. Yes, uh, I think. So. Okay. Yes, uh, no. Activate uh, at the end of the activation phase. Oh, okay, so I was picturing. I mean, this the 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 lower initiative guys. They could still totally just run up, make a big bump, and give some someone a tractor, right? And okay. Yeah. Will you guys okay. see more than one in the list? I hope they're expensive. That's just my my take on it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a bunch of these things in the list. <laughs> I could see them for the only for the sake of. Uh, if they're really cheap, if like the generics are really cheap, flying the generics in, um, throwing tractor tokens on your opponent to really screw up their lists, and then being able to have, to have your heavy hitters shoot at things that have decreased their agility. Hey, uh, Adam, do you have uh, separatists? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the generic is still initiative three, huh? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like no. a phantom, right? Or a uh, Phantom? Yeah, Phantom. But I guess you'll be able to avoid quite easily the uh, the bullseye. Yeah, that's my thought. Is that like everything below six and five is like mm. 
what are you worried about? Two dice attack. It's, these things are going to be funny because I, I really think, like, almost all of them, uh, it, it's almost you can get away with the arc dodging aspect if you can really kind of picture in your head the fact that you're going to bump something, track yourself, move yourself, move something else. I, I, I think you can kind of get around the aspect of arc dodging a lot in the sense of just flying out of the way of stuff. And these generics being at three, like, they'll be able to fly in and throw things everywhere. Imagine throwing more things onto rocks. Like, I wonder if this will also help phase out a lot of the cloud use because we're going to see yeah. so much more tractor. So how do you have the low initiative pilot give tractor beams? You, you need to put upgrades on them, right? Uh, well, no, and Snare just works, so it would work the same way with him, right? So you just they have it at three, right? Like, they haven't uh, it at all. Exactly. You're, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, because... So, but with, and Snare, you need to give yourself a tractor token first. Yeah. So you need to either move your... You have to rotate your arc. Your turret. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think you have to catch the ship to give them Ensnare in that arc. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why it's like, really, it's Ensnares are only for a high initiative, because... You'd have to fly up. Your arc would have to not be where you think they're going to be. Yeah. Put it where you think they're going to be. Take the tractor token. Then they fly into that space that you yeah. showed them, unless they were so there already. Do you think it's going to be like spending a focus without having a focus? So moving the arc, but leaving it there? Well, you know, you have to. If you're going to rotate the arc, you have to rotate to a new quadrant, whether it be front, left, right. You cannot... Rotate okay, to I can't do like a full turn and come back. Full <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I rotated by arc, bunny fingers. <laughs> well, I, I guess it, air it's kind of like, I don't know if you remember the ship, but it's kind of like this, it's a ball with a gun right in the middle that can look side mm -hmm. to side. Now you can go backwards, so yeah. No, no Count no Dooku pilot, pilot too, well, eh? Do we know? They haven't shown us everything, have they? I'd love to see oh, Count Dooku in yeah, there. I guess. If they do that, like... Mm. Oh, I That's did, not his ship, though. Because if I remember remember right, Yuku is sitting in the ball, the glass ball in the middle. There's no cannon on his ship. He yeah, yeah he oh, has a different right. wind yeah, sail. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does ride in that ball. Weird, but it's bigger. Uh, yeah, right. Like there's a version of this where there's a pilot as well. I've seen it in a comic or something. I wonder if we ever do get a ship with a big old like parachute at the front. <laughs> burr, burr, oh, hey, Brewer, it's you. Brewer Cret. <laughs> Initiative. Cret? Yeah, Adam, Adam, you're a pilot. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Initiative 5, after you perform an attack that hits, each friendly ship with calculated on its action bar and a lock on the defender may perform a red calculate action. What do we think? Snapshot. I think they had it right. Oh. Explain that to me, please. This is very true because Adam's saying throw snapshot on it so that you perform the shot in the phase where snapshot goes off. And if it, the attack hits, each friendly ship with calculate on its action bar and a lock on the defender may perform the red calculate action. So they'll be able to take those actions out of like the regular shots right. or engagement. So this guy needs to be with a swarm of droids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it, there's no use for this guy if there's no droids around, yep. right? Initiative 5, though, is good. Yeah. No, that guy actually doesn't seem pretty bad. Uh, I think that he might actually get into some play for sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there won't be just a Kylo situation. Maybe there will be other things being used. Do they get munitions? I feel like no. No munitions. 
We haven't seen anything. I don't think it's been spoiled in an article that there's any munitions with it. Um, Do they have a munition slot, like a missile or a torpedo? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to guess that they probably don't. I mean... Um, that would be uh, rough. Yeah. I could see it being hard to even get five to work well. It's bullseye or two-dice attack. I mean, that's a good chance that two-dice attack doesn't hit. You're the first one shooting. You know? Could just be a waste. And then we got Gorgle. Uh, during the system phase, you may gain one disarm token and choose a friendly ship at range one to two. If you do, it gains one tractor token, then repairs one of its face-up ship trait damage cards. Fun. I think... Perhaps for the most part, you're gonna end up using it for the tractor option, but perhaps not. Is this the one? Do you have to be healing to to take the tractor, or is it you take the tractor optional heal? That time, I think it's optional healing. Yeah, it is optional healing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Un unbump a guy or something like that, or move a guy into a position to bump someone else. So you get you could get a tractor token, and the friendly ship has nothing to repair, but you still get the advantage of it. Mm -hmm. The moving, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's still like spending a focus without having focus oh, token, no? And if you had ensnare, you wouldn't have to rotate your turret to get the tractor beam to then give to the guy. That's true. Yes, that would be a way around it that you would get the tractor be the tractor token and you could send it over um, by it just being in the arc. Huh. There's some really I feel like there's a lot of different things going on here. I mean, maybe you spoke to it a little bit earlier, Bruno, and the idea that there's a lot of stuff that can link together really oddly here that I think that after a little bit of play people are going to be like, "Oh, look what I can do. This this and this and this equals that." And then the new guy won't have a clue what's, what just happened. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he, won't, he will never come back. And you, yeah. it's right. You break his spirit. You ruin his dream of X-Wing greatness. And you toss him to the side. Oh, no, you're right, though. Could you imagine explaining? Okay, I'm going to fly up here. I'm going to move my arc here. And, okay, start of the round. You jump on that rock there. Let me shoot you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you're dead. Okay, next game. Let's do this. <laughs> and I must be really dumb because I don't see the thematic out of it. Oh, yeah. No, I... Tractor beaming yourself to tractor someone else and move this desert. Doesn't work for me. I don't see it. I don't see that in space or whatever. I, for me, it doesn't exist or it doesn't make sense. Right? So, boost makes sense. Barrel roll makes sense. Tractor beam makes sense if you have a big ship with a tractor beam ray on another ship right but so i put my own ray on myself and i move myself according to what right by <laughs> you're tracking turbeaming something that means it move um against something else right so now i'm moving myself against myself and because i move myself i can move you but you're a bigger ship than i am so Screw that, right? <laughs> physics. <laughs> because when they first introduced uh, tractor beam in second edition, I thought that it's going to... You know, they said, like, small ship, it's one tractor token, medium ship, it's two, and so on. I said, okay, so the bigger the ship is, uh, it's harder to tractor because it's a bigger mass, right? Mm. So if I'm a small ship and I try to tractor a bigger ship than me, 
I will move around him. He won't move around me because I'm smaller, I'm lighter. Physics, physics guy. So, <laughs> right? So, I could tractor beam a larger ship, but I will move my smaller ship around it, not the, not the other way. But now it's like the small ship move a bigger mass than, than he. Right? That doesn't make sense. Well, for I mean, this is so, the universe where there's explosions in space, right? I mean, it's yeah, fire in it's space. It's basically green Ultimate magic rays, right? Yeah. Like, you, you guys know the triangle of fire, right? Where yeah. you have oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> heat <Yeah>. and <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah, makes yeah. sense. Show yeah. me. Where's the fuel? I, my, Point to the fuel. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite is Tie Fighter designs. I love how the the big solar panels work great for seeing where everybody is as you fly around. No kidding why they get blown up. They can't see anything but the left and right of them. No, 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 no. They don't even need to have a window. Man, it's a spaceship. They have computer screens and stuff. They don't... So that doesn't bother me, the panel there. I don't care that they don't see on the side because they have sensors, they have cameras, they have all kind of gears, radar, radars and stuff. So they don't even need to have... Windows in front of the cockpit. Um, those poor T sixty five pilots who are looking back around on themselves and, they, and the, when they go attack the Death Star, trying to figure out where the ships are coming yeah, from. Nineteen seventy six, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a long time ago in the galaxy. <laughs> it's ancient technology, all right? <laughs> it's ancient technology. There were bare, there weren't even rear view mirrors. They had to look. <laughs> Oh man, and uh, you know, to top it all off, we got a really nice upgrade card coming along. Targeting computer. Yeah. What do you think? Initiative based? I hope so. I don't know. It'll, it'll make a soon tier fell probably pretty happy. That's the, that's the first thing I thought about too. Yeah. I, I bet that's what most people are thinking. I hope so, because I mean, geez. I wonder, what do you think it's worth more on an alpha or soon tier? What do you think? If you're going to put it on an interceptor, what would you pay to put it on an alpha? What would you pay to put it on soon tier? Why does it need to be uh, more expensive on higher initiative? It's the same thing, right? It, you're giving a ship that doesn't have target lock a target lock, re- regardless of the initiative. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just just because it's worth, like, just like the shield and the hull, it's just worth more to them, you know? Just to, mm-hmm. for balance, okay. less for theme, just for... I accept. Oh, I know. Here you go. Uh, it needs to be really light to fit in those little ships. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes them faster. Oh. It's actually just better. Better design. Other than other than Centier, can you think of anything else? What are like maybe top three that you'd think about putting it on? Whisper. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, Whisper. Okay, so just basically the Empire. Right? <laughs> yeah. Basically the Empire. Does, That's exactly where it Does belongs. the Wookiee gunship have a target lock? It doesn't. There you go. It doesn't. I mean... Yeah, but you want I'm to reinforce of, most of the time anyway. All right. Yeah, sure. I mean... Yeah, it's going to die anyway, but... There's got to be something. Out there. Oh, uh, you could put it on a shuttle, like a Lambda? If that the Lambda? Oh, maybe get some Tarkin back? <gasps> yeah. Without having to bring some other card to get him a target lock? So F- FFG, the uh, Imperial Army, uh, the Imperial Navy would uh, s- would like to thank you <laughs> for the upgrade that you provided us. <laughs> so if it's not initiative based for the price, there, do you think that's that's wrong or no? It's fine. Let's say they put it at four. A, for everyone, any ship, it's four. I think I that's pretty fair. Yeah, I think for the idea that you just you can strap a target lock on the action power for four points, that doesn't seem too crazy. 
None of this seems crazy when you compare it to a regenning like Jedi. None, none of everything is wholesome <laughs> when it's not my wholesome. like. Oh, it's my Anakin, my hundred and ten point Anakin with. What can you get now? You get seven, seven shields, right? Is it seven? You get. You start with three, and then you can. Oh, it's six. Six shields. Yeah, you, my my nine health Anakin. That can fly over an asteroid and bear roll away yeah, or boost or. But is it worth like two third of your list though? Uh, if they can never kill it, yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> you? Okay. Like this. I, I just heard uh, these guys are talking about it online. I think it's fly better. There, he's saying like you know, it was. It felt really disturbing when somebody would half or almost kill a ship, and then I fly it away. And I take back every point that they scored, and they scored nothing. Slow play, slow yeah. play. Well, yeah, no, like so, like if Anakin gets <laughs> shot down to one health and he lives, and he gets to regen back to, like if he has the spare parts and the R two, and he regens all the way back, you effectively you got nothing. You spent all that effort to take that health off Anakin and scored okay. nothing. So, but have you ever seen that on a playmat in front of you? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't play enough to because face that, a lot of you know what that those are corner cases that people get all angry and all. Oh, I know. Yeah, you got to be good that to do you that. never see, yeah. and it's one guy that does it in a random tournament, get crushed, and never the, happens. The the dude who was talking about it was the guy who won Gen Con. So I mean, obviously. Yeah. Did he play yeah, that? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's oh, what he was doing. He played that. Yeah. He mm. said he was regenning even uh, Rick Ollie there. He, he said, you know, they. They literally take Rick down to one health, and you fly him away and regen right. him, and no point scored. I stand corrected by the number two podcast in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I think it was that Kevin Lines said it, and I think he nailed it. The complete a maneuver step, if you run over an obstacle, that should qualify as not completing a maneuver. So no Jedi... Like right now, a Jedi can just fly over any obstacle and boost your no. barrel roll away. No, like full throttle, right? You go through an asteroid. Technically, you had to go around it, right? <laughs> so you had to slow down. Yeah. Or, or you, you hit something. How is it? How is it a a completed maneuver mm -hmm. shouldn't involve hitting something along the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. It I would. <laughs> it seems good to me because I've already played with uh, like putting afterburners on Vader. It's the same thing. It's it's dumb. Vader would love to regen. <laughs> Vader would love it very much. So, <laughs> same Why thing with Kylo. Put afterburner on Vader. Oh, it, well, you. I mean, you can just afterburner into anything. <laughs> he means afterburners is dumb good, not dumb bad. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It must be the. Uh, it's uh, the language. Yeah, no, no. It's really it's so good. Have you tried it? I mean, you just you f you fly no. over a debris cloud or uh, sorry, not a gas cloud or an asteroid. If you land clear, you can boost with the afterburners mm -hmm. and then just trigger your chain of actions with Vader. Okay, no, I can't place those shit because they're too squishy for <laughs> me. Green <laughs> dice doesn't work for me. All of my green dice have eight blank sides. So. Yeah. I'll lend you some of my dice there, Bruno. <laughs> you think you know everything there is to know about the X-Wing game and you like to share your overwhelming and impressive knowledge with everyone around you. A good listen of the X-Wing Lore Master Quiz is what you need to get your reality check. Hosted by the Condor of all Condors. I am your show host, Bruno Lavigar. Assisted by his benevolent senior intern judge, Peter. The f 
This is where you would normally find Peter's extensive and exhaustive rant about Bruno's mediocre hosting skills and this pathetic excuse for a podcast. But I took over. You'll thank me later. The X-Wing Loremaster Quiz will drive in your thick skull that you don't know shit and don't have what it takes to be the Alpha X-Wing Intergalactic Loremaster 2000 until defeated. Well, uh, while we got you here, Bruno, we would not want to miss the opportunity to ask and talk about some of the stuff that you have going on for yourself. Uh, Starting with, you know, the Loremaster Quiz. What is that? Talk to some of our fans, some of our people about uh, all two of them. No, you know what, Andrew? I would prefer to have you talk about the Loremaster Quiz. Oh, you want me to talk about the Loremaster Quiz? Because I've I've tuned in for so many. You've been on the greatest show in Canada, like, (laughs) less than a week ago. You've did good, but you you're not talking about it. It's like you're shy or you're I don't know you're you got shame in you. But let <laughs> it out, man. Let it out. It's it's almost like I was told not to talk about it until it went live. But I guess it's live now. Right? Yeah, it's live. Uh, yeah, the lore master quiz was a lot of fun. So a bunch of us sitting on down, uh, getting drilled uh, by robots and uh, Bruno sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you would love to hear that. <laughs> and um, some very difficult questions, questions that are just like uh, just hurt my head. <laughs> Things like um, the uh, flavor text on cards and the spelling of a stupid Jedi's name like Sasay Tint. <laughs> <laughs> which don't even begin to ask me what that stupid thing is called. But through it all, how ridiculous it is, uh, it is a ton of fun just to be able to sit down, talk with, spend some time with some new players or people that you already spend time with on a regular basis and try to dodge and move around these questions. It felt like a who's line anyway situation where the mm-hmm. points didn't matter, but it was really about the experience. Yeah, but, And you... I've heard it's a rumor. I'm not sure, and I can't believe that. Really, that uh, you only learn about the lore master quiz like mm, a show, one show before, right? Yeah. So episode ten, and before that, you didn't know it existed. No, didn't I? Didn't know. Do you live that under existed. a rock? Where Where are you from? <laughs> under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> hey, two points. <laughs> yeah, the lore master quiz. It's something that is slowly growing because people don't know what it is, right? And they, in English, there are so many podcasts that for many people, it's just one other podcast, right? So, and on top of that, it's an English podcast done by a French Canadian. So, accent, some people find it painful to (laughs) listen to me and I can understand that. Sometimes I find it painful myself (laughs) to hear me talk. Uh, How do you pronounce miscellaneous, Bruno? Miss anus. That's exactly. <laughs> You've teached that to me, man. I know now. <laughs> and uh, and it it's it's different, right? It's really alternative content. Like you have your alternative alt art cart or whatever. It's alternative content. It's not about meta. It's not about tournaments. It's not about nothing. It's just. Um, podcast hosts that come in and get bullied by me and <laughs> the, the robot voice unnamed female robot voice sometimes there's a masculine robot voice with a British accent that's there too but the female robot voice she's kind of a bully to him also so and you can listen to that as a soap opera so from one quiz to the next there's a build up right so what happened to the quiz before will move to the next quiz and 
and it will grow, right? People don't know that because most of the time the, the guests they don't <laughs> they don't listen to the quiz, so they kind of fall out of the sky or I don't know they get out there and they they don't understand what's happening. They think it's real. Some of them for real. Some of them think this is real and they really try to win at first. <laughs> and then uh, guilty, guilty. <laughs> yeah. and, and some come in or don't want to come in because they say, "Oh, we'll lose. I don't know shit." Nobody knows that stuff, right? If you know that, you are a <laughs> you're not supposed to know that. So it's just fun, and people don't understand, or participants don't understand that it's more about giving silly answers and being funny than being. I know the answer, and if I don't know it, I'm mad, and you know. So, and and it's it's a role that I play because I'm not an asshole like that in real life just a little bit but not full on like that <laughs> and it started in my friend's show where I did a kind of a quiz with Muan you know the guys for the guy that you kind of in charge of Vassal he's from Quebec City he's a, he's a Quebecois so and my my co-host at the time was a Frenchman from France not French Canadian and I, I did some some kind of a quiz to know the translations of cards because in French the names are hilarious, right? Because they don't make sense. You would never say that for the name of the card, right? You would come with something more, uh, I don't know, intuitive or whatever. So I had a quiz where my my French co-host was trying to guess the translation of cards against Muon. Of course, Muon just destroyed him, and I find that funny. And I start to editing to do it, it, editing the, the the quiz a bit. And then uh, I wanted to expand Medium uh, Condor, so I wanted to do some English shows. But I knew that at the time, well, even today, you need to be very different or to bring something else because you cannot just have a podcast and say, well. This guy in this other podcast just said that, da, da 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 and I think that this other guy in UK that said that, da da da, I agree with, right? Because if I want to know what this other guy said, I will listen to his podcast. I won't listen to yours. So I want to know what you think and what you can bring different than these guys, right? So, and I'm not that knowledgeable on X-wing. I'm not a great player. I'm not. I'm not a nerd, right? So. Not in a bad sense, and just in the sense that I don't have a great memory. I don't know everything about Star Wars. I'm not even a Star Wars fan at first. I, I discovered the Star Wars universe through X-wing. Really? So, yeah. Uh, so, and then I try to have a segment of a quiz in each of my uh, prototype <laughs> English shows. So I had the first one with OCX with Coach. Uh, we were drunk as hell, and it went sideways. It didn't took long. And then I had also one with uh, Zach Matthews from uh, the crates, and I liked it. And I asked him to be the the first contender or whatever. And then he, he kept winning, winning, and winning, and winning. So it became kind kind of a legend. <laughs> and every time he won, I had a medal made for him out of uh, acrylic in the shape of a Millennium Falcon with his name as the lore master and all the, the long title there and the logo of the quiz of the podcast he he crushed <laughs> so now he, he walks around with this <laughs> he has a um a, a lanyard or whatever with like 
nine medals <laughs> across his neck. It's like you know when you you kill somebody and you keep his ear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, <laughs> a necklace with ears. Well, you have a necklace of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, but it's it's slowly growing because people are hearing about it and. Since I'm having other podcast hosts, well, the the following of those podcasts, they hear about it and they, and so on. Some people don't like it because it's not, it's a meme, right? It's it's for yeah. fun. It doesn't mean anything, and it doesn't really bring you anything except I hope a good laugh. That's it. And I spend a lot of time on editing and all because I love it, and I think I have more fun doing it, uh, editing and all, than let's see listening to it. I'm sure I'm <laughs> in my core there. I'm happy, really happy doing it, doing, and I laugh out loud in my office when <laughs> I do that. And, you know, sometimes I cheat a bit and do it on my working hours. And don't tell that to my boss or my wife, please. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the lore master quiz. So, and at first, I would like um, share the, the lore master quiz on different groups, right? And I remember one group that I won't name, and they were like, what the hell is this? And then, without listening to it, right? And then the other guy would say, well, it's something like a quiz. And the, the, the guy in charge of that group wrote to me that, uh, stop spamming our group with your garbage and da-da-da. And I, I said, all right, I, it's, uh, it's about X-Wing. I thought that it would be of interest to your members since it's... It's about X-Wing and you were in the X-Wing group. So the guy said, uh, stop spamming. It's of no interest. Nobody cares. Boom. Well, okay. I'll tell you right now, you can spam all you want on Star Wars Gaming Durham, 100%. <laughs> <All right>. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you, Bruno. That, that's fantastic. And That's I, a great monologue I just did. Huh? Yeah, it was really good. And I can't wait to tune into the next one to listen to it. So huh. You haven't listened to the one you came in second place? I, well, I lived it. <laughs> well, you need to listen to it. It's something else. You can make Andrew a first losers uh, trophy. First losers trophy. That's wonderful. <laughs> no, I will make you a second place podcast of Canada medal. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, yeah, you by deserve the, that. And by the way, Bruno, I haven't told you in person, but I'll tell you right now. Thank you so much for the swag that you sent in the mail. It was fantastic. I mean, I feel like if I use that damage deck, I'm going to screw over my opponent and myself a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to forget what I had, and they may forget what I have, but <laughs> still, for the you sake know what? of you it. Can, you know, write it down on a post-it, slip it within the sleeve on the back of the card, <laughs> or somewhere. <laughs> but it's not that hard. It's like some words to remember, right? Oh, no, it's not that bad. I can no, uh, pretty well pretty well translate. I, like, screw my opponent. He's going to yeah. have to remember. I'll remember what I have. <laughs> but I have another anecdote there. I posted on a group in the UK, and I had my post was in French and English because I said, well, I won't do French post and then English post. I will do a bilingual post. So the... I don't know, how do you call the guy that's in charge of the group there? The, the moderator or something the like host? that? Yeah, the moderator. Yeah, host, yeah. moderator. Okay, yeah. so he wrote to me, uh, could you please remove the French from your post? <laughs> <laughs> well, is it offensive to you that there's something in a foreign language, right? It's, so I removed that. It was quite happy. Uh, I did it because I, I don't really care, right? That's what you want? Okay, man. In my head, I laugh, but okay. So, and after that, I was well, chatting with somebody from UK again and uh, telling him, hey, I have some swag if you want. I have new uh, damage deck and all. I wanted to trade stuff. And he said, well, it, they're in French and 
my community is a bit uh, fancy. They don't like French stuff. <laughs> so come on, man. There's like 10 words to remember. It's memorize the picture and you'll you'll be fine, right? And it's just fun to collect other stuff, right? No, it's in French. Well, I, in my head, I was like, well, okay, you close-minded mother. <laughs> it's really, it's really the French. It intimidates him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not that bad, man. It's not contagious. You won't get it. It's not a disease. It's, uh, <laughs> He's like, I was, I was reading some French, and damn, I, I started craving baguettes. And <laughs> <laughs> you start doing memes. <laughs> I, I was throwing on black and white striped shirts and yeah. smoking these petite yeah. <laughs> cigarettes. Maybe someone told him that limes oh. is like a virus. Oh. It's like a French. French virus turning into a mind. I don't know, maybe. But I'm not French. That's the thing. I'm not French. Mon cher, what is becoming of myself? <laughs> because people they they mix French Canadian and French losers from French, or right. So that's it. all right. Well, moving on. We have on our road to Worlds. Uh, we got the Toronto 2019 Grand Championships coming around the corner. Um, hey, Bruno, have you experienced? Uh, do you know of any of the big uh, any Quebec players coming out to Grand Championships for Canada? Uh, when you say big, you mean fat? No, I mean like um, well-known, uh, good players. Anybody coming from uh, to Grand Championships from your area? Yeah, but he's fat. Oh, well, he's well, both. Even Perfect. if he's large. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yes, there's a group that is organi- uh, organizing themselves to go. Shal, um, that just crushed you in the last Lore Master quiz, will be there. I don't know the guy, sorry. I can't. No, I never heard of him. <laughs> no, I never heard no. of him. <laughs> Me neither. So, uh, he, he and some other guys that usually go to system opens and uh, each year they went to the national uh, they will be there I think that's going to be a group like there are six six players from Quebec but it's it was hard because you know they, there was a short delay to buy tickets and get organized everything about it was poorly planned again yeah and I don't understand how it came to that right that's a big tournament you should know about it like in advance and you should lead leave time for people to subscribe and you know buy tickets buy buy airplane tickets or I don't know just you know coordinate with your family that you need to get your kids to your mother I don't know anything <laughs> especially on a big weekend like Fan Expo weekend right yeah so that that's uh, and they, they will get about 67 players I think that are that bought tickets so that means they may be 65 or 64 for a grand national, that's uh, that's and it, it it's nothing on the organizer there, like Devon Monkhaus and his crew, nothing on them. They just they're victim of the Asmadi again, I think. I uh, there is a representative that takes care of. It. I don't know enough information as to who actually would be the person who to point the finger at, but no, I absolutely agree. I think a lot of people agree locally. I know even people are agreeing on the idea that they don't want to have these big events. They want Canada be to, to be known as you know a place that people can come and experience really great events as well. Right? There are there are a ton of great events held throughout the uh, throughout the throughout Europe throughout uh, the states. Uh, we kind of want to be on the map as well, and being able to see how this has come to be, I think, is a, a shot to Canadian players, Canadian uh, X-wing organized play, all that kind of stuff. So, do you think we are kind of in the shadow of bigger cities uh, up north, like Chicago or 
New York, New York, there's no X-Wing in New York. You never hear about X-Wing in New York or Boston or, there, you know. But there used in, to be. In Seattle. So Vancouver is in the shadow of Seattle, right? Toronto might be in the shadow of uh, Detroit. Probably or Oshawa. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's where, where Andrew and I live in Oshawa. So your guys are your natives? Uh, no, no, I'm not. Uh, Andrew, you're you from Oshawa? I am not native. I am in fr- I am from Oshawa, but I am not native. I'm, no, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I do. <laughs> I do believe, though. Yeah, I think if people want to see the Canadian tournaments. Like last year's. Let's. Okay, I know it's not nationals. Grand champs are definitely not nationals verbatim as per the title, but they're essentially nationals, right? And nationals last year for Canada, we got a fairly good number. We got over the hundreds. I think it was like 127 or some odd amount oh, that's good. last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then this year, we're looking at just just high in 60s. I mean, the concept of things being faction pri- prizes, it's almost a joke at that moment, where it's like, ooh, top 16, get it like, oh, I really got the top 16 in my faction. Okay, perfect. You chose a faction and you entered the event. Congratulations. Right, but h- how can that be? How can you organize a Grand National and do so such a poor job at it? Not Not from the point view of let's say Devon or the guys that will run it, right? But from the point view point of view of uh, Cascade, Asmodi, or whoever uh, FFG, right? How can you put your organizer in a in a fail situation, right? They mm-hmm. they're in a no win situation there. You put them where it 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 is sure to fail, and then will they come and say, well, in Canada you don't have the numbers and da da da. Well, you know what? You give me three weeks to organize something and people can't buy their tickets anymore. And what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they, the cutoff for tickets was so early, right? Uh, even like it was still a couple of weeks beforehand, you couldn't even buy tickets and there was no tickets sold at the door. You know, at no, the, no tickets at the door. What's that? Uh, it's, I, I, I don't know again about it enough uh, information, but you know, I, I think this is, so you don't, you, you don't know shit, right? Apparently. No. no. I mean, I, the reason why I don't want to make a, a, any a, speak about it too, too much is because I think I know some information, but I don't know how correct it is, and I wouldn't want to um, put anyone in bad light. Um, but it doesn't sound like this event is organized the way that they wanted it to be organized. Oh. And I hope this is a huge learning opportunity for they? next year. They being whoever put it all together. <laughs> no, no, but is that a third party, or is that linked to FFG or uh, a corporation? I don't know. Yeah, is that like the local team? It's not anything local. There is a representative that takes takes care of organizing and is a representative linked through either Cascade or FFG or something of the sort. It's not like a local group. And uh, it's local groups are trying to support to make things as successful as possible. But they are at the mercy of scheduling and uh, everything else. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're they're victim. Maybe not victim, but they don't. They cannot really make the best of it right because the, the the hand that they are dealt is poor does that make any sense i don't know <laughs> no, uh, no it makes English it makes perfect sense there, we're all feeling about the same thing <laughs> okay um this what do we got oh, I, oh so go ahead, go ahead. Say, i think we should make this a new segment rumors with durham <laughs> <laughs> rumors with durham yeah no, that's great Tune in next yeah. week. 
trying to dig myself out of the hole of <laughs> like no 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 Bruno Bruno oh so you don't know shit eh <laughs> no I know things I swear I know things number two number two <laughs> uh, so what are you guys thoughts after Gen Con uh, about uh, lists meta that kind of stuff what kind of factions we might see at uh, Grand Champs Cliff, we haven't heard you from a little while. Why don't you take that one off? Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll better than the other person. And uh, you know, when that was going on, that we had that event that day, so I wasn't paying too much attention. I know that. Uh, I don't know, I'm not gonna pretend. Not much this time. <laughs> See, he doesn't know shit, Bruno. At yeah, least he I, admits I, it I though, right? This time, <laughs> I saw that there's a couple cool, in- yeah, <laughs> a couple cool Inquisitor lists and whatnot. But uh, no, I was paying attention to my games that day. But uh, yeah. Adam, what a, for the, I, I I don't maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's like definitely those regen Jedi, and then like I don't know, it, it feel like like mid mid sized beef, you know, like you've got the resistance four ship, uh, those Inquisitors, they kind of did it, um, just any four X wings from those guys, uh, the five. The five SFs. It's all the all the same stuff. It's just just four or five ships, all beefy. You know, you something dies, who cares? I got I got another whatever many on me. But beyond beyond, like maybe somebody will try to fly like like another. There's there's plenty of opportunity for just a swarm of ships and scum. You know, like that Torkoal list. Like you can do. You can basically take three K three of the Caraxi fighters and put like so many different combinations of ships with it uh i don't do you do you expect anything really different to come out of toronto i I feel like we get just like variants of what's going on everywhere else yeah there's only 67 players so i don't think there's going to be something amazing you know what like in europe you have 300 player tournaments of course you're going to see something different but now i think those that are there will maybe go with you know something safe or something that we know about and they will make their preparation according to uh this not list jugger anymore but uh, list fortress and they will you know watch games that are available i don't think that the random player or the the average joe is making it to this tournament yeah i Mm -hmm. agree I, I agree. I think it's going to be like the 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 regulars, the t- some of the top guys around, uh, or girls for if they're playing, then uh, are going to be making it to this event and playing and competing. It will be uh, really a toss of dice because uh, everyone's going to be pretty. I think most people are going to be pretty high caliber. Uh, the lists are going to be pretty well fine tuned. It's just going to be very much a mirror of some lo- uh, recent events, and then trying to beat out uh, people with that. I mean, yeah, Adam, you're talking about the same stuff. It's just like, you know, resistance four ships, uh, you know, re- regenning Republic, um, the Imperial Aces. Um, honestly, I think those are probably some of the top three factions that are going to see uh, making it to the top cut uh, and even winning the thing. What do you guys think? Of all the factions, what, top, what, what three do you think are going to make the top? Republic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jedi. Yeah, just yeah. some combination of Force users. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, they're so good. The Jedi, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, they're all over, overall just good. It's like they're aces on steroids. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, they're, they're like, they they're really like do. I, right? Hey, look at me flying around with passive mods. Oh, I can hit whatever and reposition. Still have passive mods? Yep, keep doing this. Yeah, but it's OB1, so don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair. Fair. Oh, he needed his time. He. This just in, we need a sounding board. <laughs> <laughs> you need a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bruno signing up as our oh, first Patreon. Yeah. That's how Thank that's you. wonderful. <laughs> you know what? I, I would sign up for your Patreon. Oh, thank you so much, Bruno. I really appreciate it. We would do the same. <laughs> oh, I noticed that I'm on your Patreon, but but yet you're not on mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Patreons, I need to uh, give a shout out to Isaac Carter. Have you ever hear, heard of him? Hear her? Hear her? Have you ever heard the, his name? I th- I think I have. I think I have heard his name. Hmm. Right now, no, just kidding. No, <laughs> I've heard it before. This, yes, he's the self-proclaimed godfather of uh, X-wing in Canada, out of Moncton, where they do hyperspace hyperspace tournament with like four players. <laughs> but still. yes, we actually had a player. We had one of our local guys actually go out to Moncton and compete. Yeah, yeah, he told me that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's my first unilingual Patreon English. Speaking Patreon, so he doesn't listen to the <laughs> my main show, but he's my Patreon. So thank you, Isaac. Yeah, uh, thanks, Isaac. Uh, please, yeah, I'm like, sorry, really, who uh, listens to French? Though, come on. Yeah, <laughs> only like 900 people, but uh, only, who, who care about them, right? All right. Well, we're going to jump straight into our skills clinic. Um, the question of the day is: flying against high-level and famous players. How do you guys respond to when you're sitting across from a player that you know is extremely good, is very well known? Uh, what do you guys do? How do you guys handle that? Uh, let's start with you, uh, Bruno. Uh, seriously, we did in French a like we're doing a series on mind games, and one of them it's about reputation. So playing using either your reputation as a good player or as a type player. But one of the things is. When you some players, maybe people that are more, hmm, how do you say that? More they're not, you know, they're not go uh, speaking out, or they're more inside of themselves. I don't know the word. I'm sorry. Um, yes, thank you. And or are shy, or are maybe less confident in themselves. Will hear about people uh, in the community, and when they get to those people, or gay, they will in their head, they already lost yeah. because they say, oh. This guy is really strong, and and then they start doubting themselves because whatever the other guy does, even if it's stupid and irrelevant, they will think that oh my god, he does, he, he did that. That must be a great move. He's five move ahead of me now. What do I do? And the guy just did a one forward, right? So, he, for okay, so you can use that, right? You can brag and talk loud, and so try to intimidate people just by your aura, if you want. Uh, but for me, since I you know I did a lot of research on mind games and stuff and like that in preparation for my show, <laughs> uh, and I I don't want to brag or anything. I don't want to sound pretentious, but I I have good confidence in myself and I'm not easily impressed by other people. All right, so I don't I'm not really victim to that. Uh, I don't care who's in front of me. I'm playing my game and focuses on focusing on my game. I don't care if in front of me is a great player, and I know he's a great player. 
any player can have a bad day, right? Uh, any great player can have a really bad day, and then any average or weak player can have a great day. So you need to concentrate on your game at that moment. So it's living the moment for me. And I don't really hear what people are saying. He, he's talking to me, trying to make mind game. I'll tell him to off, you know. So, uh, and I did that at the Canadian National like three years ago. The guy in front of me was trying to tell me that. Uh, You know, he was just trying to win. It was not. He, he wasn't really that good. And I told him to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your mind game to yourself. If you were only trying to win, you wouldn't be at table four with me right now. So, screw you, right? So, and and it's. It, I think it's about that. When you come up against a great player, he will know that he is great or he he has a reputation. So, he might try try to play on that. Let's say you come across Paul Heaver, right? He will play on your mind, for sure. You come across Zach Matthews, he will try to talk you down and say stuff and be loud and intimidate you and get you out of your game. That's part of the tactic that they're using as good player. It's one of the tools they have. So they're using it. So you need to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's very that's very true. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Adam? What do you I, feel? Like, it's funny because I've, I've, I've heard that talked about as well, like... You can play this like poker and just play your opponent. You don't have to play so hmm. much about planning your move. Is just like trying to look at them. Do they look calm and relaxed? Do they look stressed out and like they're they're desperate? You know, you could read a lot about what you think they're gonna do just by looking at them in that moment. Are they sweating or are they 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 sitting <laughs> back content? I mm-hmm. uh, yeah no. Uh, And they will bluff yeah. you, right? If they, as a great player, they will look at you and they will know that you are looking at them thinking that they are great. So the, the, the other player will analyze everything the great player does. So as the great player, I will, you know, look at my, my three bank template for a while. So the other guy will say, oh my God, he's going <laughs> to do a three bank. <laughs> you know, so they're all... They know about that, the great player, right? So they know that you're watching them, you're analyzing them, and they're using it, using that against you. I think other than maybe the very first game of the events, like if you're playing a really good person, odds are you're somewhere similar in the standings, right? You know, mm-hmm. I think that's um, just have confidence in yourself. Fair. Uh, yeah, I, t- to be honest, I've, that, that's that that thought of you know, oh. I'm playing against Andrew Durham. You know what I mean? This is, this is really scary. Never comes across. Loaded I, dice. I, um, <laughs> I, I, at the end of the day, you know, people, people, it's a dice game. You know, who knows what can happen? Um, just play your own game and, um, yeah, just one move at a time. And, and right? use Andrew's one dice, at a time. right? When you play Andrew, use yeah. his dice. <laughs> oh, and uh, don't get emotional against your dice. Oh, That's, yeah. And they will play on you with that also. <laughs> I think that's a huge piece. I mean, I don't have too, too much to add to it beyond what you guys have already spoke about. But the idea of keeping a, an, a good emotional balance while you're playing the game, like, it's okay at the end of the day. If you lose a ship, there's still opportunity. There's lots of opportunity to come back in lots of different ways. That You know, there, games have come back and turned around from next to nothing and come out uh, come out on top and especially you start to turn things around watch your other players sweat when you're just running around with one ship and still taking them uh, taking them out a little bit by little bit yeah, don't cut yourself yeah. too, out too early 
No, definitely not. No, the game is never over until it's over. When that round timer stops or when somebody's got nothing on the board, that's when your game's over. Play your best while you're sitting there. Don't just don't throw in the towel at any moment, whether it's mentally and or physically, and just play the game out and have some fun with it as much as you can. And don't, yeah, no, Bruno's talking. You know, when you got people across from you really trying to mess you up because they're gonna talk there, talk this and talk that. You know, you just uh, put that all aside. It's okay, and yeah, you're at the same table as they are. There's a reason why you're sitting there and they're sitting there. And if they want to talk all they want, sure, well, let them yeah. waste the extra energy. I think uh, another tip, well, another. That would be, you know, new players. I remember when I was first starting, um, you don't know who you're playing. There's some people that you play against, they may be really good. You know, when you first start, you know, who knows if they're good or not. You know what I mean? Every You just treat every everybody like they're very good. You know, you just um, never underestimate your opponent. Just <laughs> play your thing, right? Oh, man. <laughs> I have an anecdote with that. Um Canadian national there first game I'm and I'm pretty confident right because I practice my list and I'm I'm good with it at least in my head first game I come across Joe Average right the guy is maybe like 50 more years old short haircut on the side gray hair he's dressed like he's going to play golf uh, he has a you know his eyes they don't look at the same in the same directions right <laughs> not in the middle but apart so so in my mind I say okay this guy is there because he's waiting for his kid that is doing the tournament and is just there to waste time so he, it's gonna be easy <laughs> so I got table like then it was 100 points so I got table 100 to 0 by this guy who was Joe Average right because I underestimated him and <laughs> I got in the game like in the last round where I said okay start playing but it was too late so never underestimate somebody but never overestimate yeah. them either you know just play your game one turn at a time one move at a time what's the best situation uh, he will anticipate your move so anticipate that and you know anticipate his move and that's it and don't try to go outside of your plan to do something you know that he won't expect because you will put yourself on a rock or you will put yourself out of position. Just stick to your plan and that's it. Go with the flow and you never know. I, that's why I like using cardboard to uh, tokens and uh, <laughs> templates. You know? Oh, this guy's a mm -hmm. scrub. You know, He just uh, got yeah. the core set. Yeah, we talked about that in the mind game episode also because people will do that. Huh? They will come in with their cardboard stuff while the other guy will come in with his sleeves, his acrylic everything, his... You know what? He has tattoos of X-wing stuff on his forearms, and you know, and you say, "Okay, this guy is strong, and he has X-wing in his blood." And the other guy is only with his cardboard, and you know, he he smells bad. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, Cliff, he play, he's playing against you, Cliff. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> but no, some people will use the cardboard as a bluff, also. Yeah. If we, if anybody's seen Cliff's worn away cardboard, you know we, everyone knows he's played a little bit of X-wing. Yeah, the, the one straight and the one bank really gives it away. Yeah, that, I love that they're they're basically white yeah, at this moment. I, yeah, I, yeah, I should really. Well, yeah, that's they're not. You can't really see the line that much anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, before we shut it down, uh, anybody got any closing thoughts, shout-outs? Uh, Cliff, about, about yourself? Yeah, I'm just going to say that, uh, well, thanks yeah, again for Bruno for coming. Um, but also, um, 
for well, I was talking to Jared the other day and we were thinking uh, we we're talking and we play a lot of um, tabletop simulator um, we we're thinking we'll put a link in the description if anyone who listens wants uh, a game with with us we'll uh, we'll put that link in the description and make a little uh, group on the discord there so um, thought that would be a cool way to uh, yeah get more games in with more new people right so yeah Oh, fantastic. Cliff, you play more tabletop than Vassal? You know what? I don't have a Vassal. I've never I've never played that one before. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, I've been hearing that it's good, so I may have to get on that pretty soon. But uh, tabletop is great to the eye, though, right? Yeah. It's good-looking. It's You feel the physics there. When, in physics, when you throw the dice and the, fill, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the, the ship fall down and, stuff, and say, ah, oh, why did you throw the dice there? You <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is when they disappear back into the red dice pit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I've, TTS is completely right there. It's just, it feels like you're actually playing X-Wing. Mm-hmm. You feel engaged rather than playing something that's the 2D of Vassal. Like, no offense to Vassal, it is great for what it does, but I just, I personally also like TTS. I know we totally jump on there with you, Cliff, that I'd be down for some games against any of our listeners. So, um, Adam, uh, closing thoughts, shout outs. See you guys at uh, the Grand Championship. Hell yeah, buddy. For sure. Can't wait. Um, Bruno, what about yourself? Closing thoughts, shoutouts. Everybody stand. My question is to Cliff and Adam. How do you feel about having Andrew... We need some redemption. (laughs) (laughs) You will need a redemption quiz, that's for sure. (laughs) But do you feel you would have done better? We'll have to to see. Talk it up, boys. (laughs) Oh, maybe we all compete against each other. (laughs) Well, you know what? That would be a good quiz also, to have the intern battle, (laughs) intestinal battle, something like that, yeah. I'm totally happy to take a first place this time around, so that's not a problem. Not a worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Thank you for having me on, and thank you, Andrew, for participating in the quiz. That was uh, a lot of fun. And you guys know way much stuff than I do, technically. <laughs> Because you were talking about points and cards and stuff, and I was, oh my god, I'm... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Well, thank you, Bruno, for coming on. And thank you for the invite uh, to the quiz. And I look forward to being on there again. And uh, and hopefully, you know what? Even someday we can uh, get a game of X-Wing together. That would be oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, please feel free to reach out over Instagram or Facebook. We are also on Discord, and we'll leave a link in the description and can also be reached by email at natties, N-A-T-T-I-E-S, podcast at gmail.com. My name is Andrew Durham, and until next time, keep your ship on the mat. We're rooting for you, and as always, just roll natties.
just before we start, Andrew, I need to know the rules of engagement of this podcast. Oh, uh, well, uh, you, uh, we basically just take turns talking. Uh, there really isn't uh, too much like set up beforehand. So it's like uh, I'll call on a name and we can start and then the next person is just the next person to chime in. There's no real like order in that, in okay. that regard. Uh, are we allowed to interrupt? Um, to some degree, no. if it's like, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, do it. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you need to swear? Um, I th- only if it's necessary. I, I, well, we already <laughs> swore. We already swore. Uh, and so I, I guess we're just going to keep on that train. <laughs> okay. All right. So first of all, there's somebody that would like to talk to you, uh, uh Andrew. Uh, 